What's up, Elder Emos? I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emos podcast, we have Alex and Andrew of On High. Welcome. What's up, guys? Yo, what's up? What's up? How are you? We're good. We're good. I'm good. Tired. Good. I mean, I feel like that's tired's the natural state of being for all of us. We'll never catch up (laughs) on that. My life. But a way that we love to start our interviews and everything out is is to pass it to you guys first. So talk to us about like give us this rundown history of give us like who is on high how did you guys meet how did you get the name like what are all of these history things that you guys have of the creation of on high i think you should take this andy <laughs> you, you're, you're kind of the creator huh um i reached out to i'll just try and go back without going to much detail but we um i reached out to sam like June, July, 2021, just to do some covers, just make some covers, because I just built like a home electric drum kit so that I could record drums and make stuff with people. Uh, I said, do you want to make a cover? He was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then we started to make it. And then he's also like, oh yeah, do you want to jump on a, a call um, with my old bandmate, Alex? And we jumped on a call and we had a chat for about an hour. I think I realized we kind of like try to suss me out, try to see if I was cool or not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then after like after chatting i think sam was basically like yeah i've got this project that is sort of start i mean i'd, I'd approached sam but he obviously had it in the back of his mind that he was going to start a project and it was sort of built around yeah me alex and sam um yeah i mean what was your point of view alex was it did sam approach you after he'd spoken to me i don't really know exactly what order it was in well, me and Sam have been talking kind of on and off for a while about stuff, but at that time, I didn't really have any aspirations of doing anything. Like, he had some new songs that he wanted to push to John, John Feldman, our, our old producer and stuff. Um, and I was like, sure, you know, I can get it in his hands. I can help you out and all that stuff, because I'm kind of the one who handles a lot of, like, the business aspects of the band. And I was the one who managed Makeout and Trophy Wives and our old projects. So I was like, sure, you know, I can help you, you know, get it in his get in his ear and all that stuff. Um, and then honestly, like Andy said, randomly, Sam called me. He's like, hey, I got this guy. You want to talk to him? And like, I'm thinking about making this something into like something real. Because before it was going to be like just Sam sort of like kind of he's just was trying to figure out what to do with his music. Um, and then we talked and Andy's the man and. The rest is history, I guess. <laughs> now, is it Sam in the U.S. or is he in the U.K.? He's in the U.S. Okay. He's in the Boston, Mass. area. Oh, okay. So all three of you are a little bit of everywhere? Yeah, literally just... I think Literally we're all, all over the world. Least, yeah, yeah. We're each like... What, I'm probably like 600 miles from... Uh, maybe more than that. 1,200 miles from Sam and... Probably like I don't know I don't know how far it is in the UK, but pretty far from Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah twelve thousand. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Okay, so Sam's in Mass. Andrew's in the UK. Where are you, Alex? 
I'm in Texas. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> that is really far. God. Yeah. So Holy moly. break down how that works for you guys. Like I know social media and like the world and everything makes it a little bit easier because a lot of things can be digital, but there's still a lot of things of you guys all together. Like how on earth do you make this work? uh <laughs> not easily <laughs> um so basically what we do is um so on, on what aspect of the music creation side or of like the content creation side what do you mean uh i mean uh, content creation side i could kind of gauge that one but just like music 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 videos collab like all of that stuff like how are you guys doing like are you just traveling together all of the time because that's that's not an easy hike all the way around yeah it's not um so the, yeah that's kind of what we've been doing so what we'll do is we'll block out a good portion of time so like the most recent time that we were together um was actually kind of hectic because we had a plan to do all this stuff and it changed literally the week before uh, so we had to like figure it all out um but generally what we'll do is we'll have like a ton of music a ton of ideas get it all compiled and then we'll just all meet up. So this last time we met up in Dallas. Um, and then we went to Houston. We just stayed. In, we went to Texas. Basically, everyone came to me. Um, just because it's easier for a video guy and for all that stuff. Um, yeah, then we just were together for what, like a month, three weeks, something like that, and just knocked out as much stuff as we could. So that's kind of the plan is uh, we just do a lot of content trips. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You guys just have like a huge like chunk of time that you get to spend with each other. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Loki, honestly, um, I'm not sure if it's better. Actually, you know what? I'll go ahead and say it's better. I, I kind of, maybe not better. Better is not the right word. Um, it's different, <laughs> but in like a nice way because it's cool to like be with your guys and like spend all this time. and then like get that, like, so I feel like when I'm when I'm with my band every day, that's awesome. But it's also like you don't get that time to like either decompress or like miss your friends or whatever. Like this way, it's like when we're together, it's like always dope because it's like we've been waiting for this and like getting excited about it. Then we're together and it's like this is awesome, you know? Yeah, that makes, that makes a whole lot of sense. Like when you mm -hmm. say it like that, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, because like I know when because when Brittany and I were in a band, we were together all of the time, and I feel like that was yeah. a lot of our problem at the same time. Because first of all, we were five females in one room in high school; it was not great. Um, yeah, but then it's like looking at it from that aspect, it almost makes it seem like you guys would be a lot more productive as a band that way too, because you've been passing things around, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we've got thirty days. Let's let's get this. Let's go. Let's make it happen. And it's like we've been waiting to do this. And here's your moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. for That's sure. Cool. That's so. I'm still mind blown about how far <laughs> apart all of you are. Like, holy no, god, so crazy. I, I think, think what would have been crazier is if Alex was in like California or something. So yeah, like West cool. Coast, East Coast, and then the UK. <laughs> Speaking of that, I spend most of my time in Los Angeles. So, oh my god. <laughs> so technically, Alex no, is UK. I mean... <laughs> um. But I think for me and Sam, at least, um, we're somewhat used to it because that's how our old band worked, too, um, where I was in either California or Texas. Sam was in Mass. 
uh, then our drummer was in Australia. So we were used to kind of oh. doing that, oh. that same kind of thing. Cool. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still like trying to wrap my head around it. Cause that's incredible. Mind blown. Yeah. It, it, it seems difficult. It's only difficult if you, if you're not sure about it, but I'm, I'm dead set on like doing it. Like this is, like I spent a lot of time in America. I've got family in America and I've been down most of like the West Coast, like Orlando and all that, but looking forward to getting, you know, I've been to Texas for the first time, see the boys. Um, that was great. And then hopefully I get up to, you know, like mass area with Sam at some point. And then, you know, if we get some tours and stuff like that, go all around America, which has been my own for about 15 years. So hopefully uh, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Now, yeah. it, Andrew, do you go by Andrew or Andy? Like, which one do you prefer? Uh, Andy, normally, yeah. Andy? Yeah. Okay. So, say we keep calling you Andrew, but you signed everything. <laughs> so, okay. But, like, so you, you've generated, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've generated quite a bit of a following for yourself on TikTok as well with a lot of drum covers and stuff that you've done. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty yeah, sure that's how I found you before on high. Because you had popped up on my yeah. For You page, and I am also a drummer, and I thought you were talented as hell. And I was like, I this this kid, this kid's got it. So <laughs> when it all came around and then I saw, like, all the stuff for on high, I was like, wait, what? Hi, same guy? Got to pull you in. <laughs> you did, but I did not realize that you were in the UK until you had emailed me. And I was like, what the fuck? what but that's awesome you yeah. guys are so incredibly talented individually and together and i am i i have no words i have no words ultimately um but talk to me about what what inspires a lot of your sound like the different genres and things that are out there the different ways that you guys could go why did you choose to go this whole like pop punk type of pop rock kind of vibe for this project Do you want to go Alex on me? Sure. Because um, we love it, basically. Uh, I think we all grew up listening to that kind of music and that being our favorite kind of genre. Um, I know actually all of us have played so many different styles of music. Um, I started my career in the like metalcore metal scene. And like while that was super fun, like the first record I ever had was the good Charlotte record. Like the, like, I remember the literally the first three records I had was a good Charlotte record, a Blink-182 record and a Switchfoot record. Like I, I love this kind of music. And I think, I don't know. I think that's just it. It's just, we, we love it. And I think that's probably why we still do it to this day. And probably why we're going to be so successful is because it's not a thing that's like, oh, we're playing this because it's in or because it's cool or because whatever. Like we, you know, you froze for a second there, bud. Oh, I'm we sorry. Got we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh oh, uh oh, we're losing Alex. <laughs> like you like, and I was like, you know, and we're like, whatever you said, but I agree. Yes, we know exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's interesting with like Good Charlotte, Blink One Eighty Two, and Switchfoot because Good Charlotte's what turned me onto the scene. 
way nice. back in the young and the hopeless days like that that album was good charlotte's peak album like that was their time you can fight me on it but the young and the hopeless good charlotte was the good charlotte for me Brittany and i are also from waldorf worldwide which is where they're from um oh so. crazy soft spot so yeah you were in dc Brittany's in maryland i'm from maryland so fun times sick but um a, a little easter egg for you guys me and sam are in a good charlotte music video and i want you guys to figure out which one it is that's okay that's not even fair dude do you have any music videos they have um it is fairly recent and that's all i'll say okay so within the past sense. within the past six years i'll give you that that way you okay. don't like look for forever <laughs> okay 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 mm -hmm. so now that's going to be our next mission maybe we should do that on Alan our live erl tomorrow to see if we can find them okay. no, on, Twitch. Our, on our saturdays our Saturday look, look, shows now andy's got a mission too Look, you do yep. it, and we'll do it, and then we'll compare notes. Mm -hmm. I only found out with. Alex was in a Warparks video the other week. He was like, I'm in that video. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. For real? Those are my guys. Those, <laughs> those are my boys. It's so crazy to see their their whole trajectory and everything that's happened with them. I literally remember, like, they used to open for my band back in the day, and now they're just massive, and it's like, that's so crazy, but it's awesome. I love those guys. So talk to us, talk to us about that then. So what are, what are your guys' feelings on the scene and everything now versus what it was like 10 years ago? Cause obviously we've gone through, especially this year, a whole new resurgence of this scene, especially with like when we were young fest, MCR making a comeback, Paramore making a comeback, all of these different ones. So like, how are you guys feeling about that? Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm glad it's all coming back. And there's like blows and new wave pop punk as well. Cause I really like, I've always liked pop punk, but like, obviously pop punk today is like, even, it's produced even better than it was 10 years ago. So the sounds that some people, the bands are getting now is so, so good, so good to listen to. I, I'm addicted to finding new bands and new music. Um, But the resurgence of all the older bands as well is great. And like, when we were young, Fest obviously is a great festival and I think it's, I think it's obviously scooping up the warp tour scene. I don't know if that's accurate because I never went to warp tour in America. But um Alex will know more about that. What do you think about the resurgence of pop punk, Alex? <laughs> um, I love it. I mean, I wish it happened earlier, <laughs> but <laughs> Amen. Uh, I'm happy it's happening. Like it's 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 really cool because I grew up listening to all this stuff and there was a time where I really didn't think like being in a band was going to be cool for the younger generation. I really didn't think that like, like actually having the musicianship of playing instruments or anything like that. I really didn't think that, that was, thought that was going to go away. Um, so I'm glad that that's coming back and I'm glad that people are like, Oh, guitars are cool again, you know? So uh, I love that. Um, like I said, I just wish it happened a little earlier, but that's just me being an old man and, and, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> that's that's fair. I mean, we think we say the same thing all of the time. But speaking of some of these, obviously, we've got our nostalgic artists and everything. But some of these newer artists that you guys had mentioned, like finding the newer ones and stuff like that. What are some of your favorites that you guys have just discovered, like of the newer type of bands? 
um, the UK band Hot Milk. They're like from Classic. down the road from me. They're a great band. Yeah. Uh, Magnolia Park. But I think they're, I don't know how old they are, actually. I don't know if they're like last couple of years or seem to come out of nowhere, but I don't know if they're actually new, new. Yeah, they're not, newer, like past two or three years. Yeah. And then... Um, Now. What about you, Alex? Um, honestly, I'm still just jamming the olds. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I love all the new bands, but it's it's to the point where, like, I feel like I kind of wait to see who is gonna have a little bit more longevity before I dive too hard into bands, just because, like, man, bands come and go so quick sometimes and it, it really sucks to just get so invested in the band and then they're gone the next year. <laughs> Touche. Um, uh, but, I mean, I'm just glad people are doing it. I'm glad people are excited about it and, and that, like, you know, that, that the youth is finding, like, a new love for it. Oh, yeah. And I think as, it, I mean, MGK brought a lot of attention to that with what he was doing um i think he brought a lot of attention and things back to the scene but not a lot of people are happy about that but at the same time i'm like you know what he brought it back he brought the attention and everything back to it like just take it for what it is we get to relive like our we get to relive our teenage years yeah like (laughs) come on but speaking of that i don't i don't know how old you guys are um i know how old Brittany and i are but um <laughs> aging ourselves to ask you this question but did you guys ever have myspace back in the day or know like the fundamentals of myspace sure had a myspace yeah <laughs> i used to design myspaces for bands back in the day did you really yeah because I, I learned to code like html from myspaces so i designed bands myspace <laughs> look okay if I had so known- like how important HTMLs would be and stuff. Now I probably would have done it a lot more during MySpace. Stuck with it. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. one of the biggest things about MySpace was not your top eight. It was not your backgrounds or anything like that. It was your profile song. And it told everybody everything they ever needed to know about you. So a question we always love to ask is, if you guys had MySpace today, what would your profile song be? Hmm. Crickets, straight crickets. <laughs> um, you know what? For me, it would probably be a Paramore song because I'm still jamming Paramore every single day of my life. Um, and I would probably change it almost every day because all of their songs are amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, can't choose. They've never made a bad song. In my opinion, more, more often than not, I've got water parks on repeat. So, like, I would it'd be the new water park single every few weeks. <laughs> okay, good calls. Oh, good. Hmm. So, speaking of Paramore, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Is why? Um. Hmm. Not my favorite song. But it's still a very, very good song. Um, that's all I can say, really. 
we're kind of in that same boat. I think it's one of those things. It's a really good song, respectively, as its own, standing on its own. But when Paramore teased this comeback that was happening, I thought it was going to be like misery business Paramore that was making a comeback. So I, as an elder emo, was a little disappointed. The song is yeah. good. Yeah. Just not necessarily Paramore. I yeah, love the I lyrics. Agree. I mean, it's they're legit, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what it probably is is just very strategic marketing where every single moving forward is just going to be better and better and better. So we're going to be like, wow, this record's amazing. And they started with their least strong song, which is usually not what you do, but I think it was a strategic move. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So then... Speaking on that token, if you guys could plan your ideal tour with anybody, what would your ideal tour look like? <laughs> you know, someone asked us this in uh, on IG the other day, and I put, um, I think I said... Just a couple of small bands on any put, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I think no, I said just, Blink uh, as the headliner. Too. I think I put Blink as the headliner. I put someone else. I don't remember the second one. Then I said water parks and then us as openers. I can't remember who the second band was, though. Oh, it was Blink, All Time Low, Water Parks, Us. Okay. That's what I said. Okay. small bands. <laughs> okay. Andy, do you agree with that one or you have a different lineup? Um, yeah, I probably do like... Um... Water Parks headline, and then you got like Stand Atlantic, Hot Milk, Magnolia Park, something like that. Okay. Neck Deep. Yeah, Neck Deep. And Neck Deep is. I would, I would have said with confidence, but they've just decided to stop recently, I think. They did. There's This is their last tour, and then that's yeah, it. That's sad. Because they're on Love tour with uh, Taylor Acorn and the home team and Real Friends right now. Taylor Acorn, that's it. That's one of the pop punk bands earlier. I was going to mention. Well, pop is not really a band, is it? But she's great. <laughs> she's amazing. She's a great. <laughs> she's amazing, and she's one of the sweetest people I think I've ever interacted with. She's like, she's adorable. I love her. Um, but we're going to transition into these a uh, little bit more random off the wall questions and stuff that we love to ask. Again. We mentioned earlier, we want to showcase your personality, who you guys are, and have more fun. Um, A lot of the questions we ask aren't necessarily music related, but they do make for great conversations. Uh, Some of them are debates we've had with other bands, questions that other bands have asked us, um, as well as Brittany's going to give you guys a this or that situation where you guys are going to tell us of certain things, what your favorites are. Then we're going to jump into some who is most likely to, where you guys can tell us of the three of you, who is most likely to be or do said thing. It's hysterical, makes for a great conversation. But there's a question that we got asked very early on in our inner, like when we started this podcast from the guys in Friend Circle, based out of Jersey. Incredible band. If you love Blink-182, you will absolutely love them as well. But they were talking about questions they get asked in an interview and they were like yeah they were kind of weird questions they weren't normal questions so us being a new podcast we were like okay so what are those questions so we don't ask them because we don't want to give that impression off to any artists that we have on our show and we've asked that question in every single interview since then (laughs) so for both of you if you guys could be any sandwich which sandwich would you be? 
It's usually about the response we get. Yeah, it's a nice, good one. It's a good question. I really didn't think you were going to ask it, but then I, got to, I didn't know what you were going to ask at all. <laughs> like I normally get like a spicy Italian meatball sandwich. I don't know if that's if that's that's what sandwich I eat. That you you're asking me what sandwich I am. <laughs> which which one would you be? Which one best describes you? Do I, I mean, are you a spicy meatball? Are you a spicy meatball? When you say it that way, it's, it's so much funnier. So Andy's a spicy meatball. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I have no idea. I guess I'm just say BLT, you know, because <laughs> basic but good. You know what I mean? Reliable. Classy. Yeah. All right. So say we've got a spicy meatball. We've got a BLT. Staying on this train of food and sandwich items. When it comes to peanut butter and jelly... So classic childhood staple. Do you not do peanut butter and jelly? Andy's already uh, shaking his head. In... Oh, so my, my, brother's, my brother's English and he moved to America like seven years ago. And recently he was like, do you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And I was like, what? We've changed, man. They're like, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's just great. I was like, no, no. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's a new one. <laughs> well, then. I guess I guess never. I guess the question may or may not be one-sided, but we were going to ask you if it could be any jelly for peanut butter and jelly, would you be grape or strawberry? <laughs> None. <Neither>. None. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly is an absolute no from Andy. <laughs> um, I would be strawberry, I think, just because it's, you know, under underutilized and uh, I can answer for Sam because he does never he never puts jelly on he just peanut butter only he just eats peanut butter sandwiches so he's normal <laughs> well there you There's go no fun being normal okay andy if you don't do peanut butter and jelly do you at least do peanut butter and fluff i, I don't really like eat peanut butter on a sandwich i think it's weird what do you eat it on <laughs> yeah then what do you eat peanut butter on uh, i put peanut butter in smoothies and stuff like that but i don't really okay see- I mean, fair. Yes. That's fair. Oh, okay. hey, Katie. That's one of them. Kitty butt. Well, but do you do you guys do uh, pineapple on pizza? Yes. No. Incorrect. Look, <laughs> Brittany, he just told pineapple. you you were wrong. <laughs> I do pineapple on the Hawaiian pizza with the ham and bacon and pineapple. And then yeah. I will also do a pepperoni and pineapple pizza. It's delicious. What's fruit doing on that pizza? <laughs> Expand your palate. <laughs> right. Expand your palate. Fruit does not belong on pizza. No. Y'all are wrong. Yeah, it's okay. I can't remember if you had it. We didn't have anything. We all have always had like meat pizzas or something. Do you, do you do pineapple? I don't like No. I can't. Not good. Not good. Just check in. Just check in. Well, I'm outnumbered, but it's delicious. Expand your palates, guys. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, look, so it, we're staying on this peanut butter thing. Autumn, who's usually another host with us, she unfortunately couldn't be here tonight. She eats peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. What? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I do fun. not like pickles. <laughs> uh-uh. Trying yeah. to make something awful, that's not good. But she, <laughs> and she uses dill pickles, not sweet pickles, dill pickles. Ugh, even worse. Right. <laughs> Right, like, why? Why? 
Why destroy I good pizza? I bet you my fruit on pizza is better than that. <laughs> yeah, I would take my nipple on pizza over that any day of the week. Oh my god. Who hurt her? <laughs> right, exactly. Who oh, hurt her? Um, another question we'd love to ask is, if you guys could be in any movie, what movie would you be in and who would you play? This could be animated or real life. Well, these questions are so out there. I'm not prepared at all. That's the point. You're not supposed to be prepared. I don't like. I have different types of sandwiches on my brain. I've got to think of all the movies that I like. <laughs> I'll take this while you think. Go. For me personally, Star Wars, Mace Windu's son. There we go. We have the video of you spinning the lightsaber as well that we posted recently. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, this that's is too difficult. This is. We told you this was going to be the random off the wall stuff that had nothing music related. I don't know. I, I mean, I used to religiously watch The Matrix, but I don't think I'd look good in a leather trench coat anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can rock it. <laughs> I mean, look, all of that, that whole style's coming back. You might. Yeah. I used to have the flick phone, but that's about it. <laughs> There's still people that do have flip phones. My dad. <laughs> it freaks Stay me out. Him. Stay in I call it his dinosaur because he literally would, like flip his phone. <laughs> no, I had the one where you, you held it and you pressed it and the bottom slid out. Do you remember those? Oh, no. What? It literally like a flip yeah. phone. Some UK tech. <laughs> I don't remember one where it shot out the bottom. What? Our, our chocolate slid up, film. but it didn't like pop out like that. They're like uh, banana-shaped phones, didn't they? They were like curved. They were weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so old now, though. Now, now we oh all just God. have well, most of us. I don't know what kind of phones y'all have, but now we just have like all oversized iPods. Yep, and it's great. I love Except, it. Well, I know Brittany doesn't because Brittany's not as cool, but it is what it is. I know. I know I'm old now because I talk on the phone like this. You see, you know, like Gen Z and young, they're all talking like they all talk like this on the phone. I think, <laughs> I think it's weird. Like, like I will talk up. like this if I know it's going to be a long conversation because I don't want my ear to get sweaty. I was going to say, Andy <laughs> just called me out. Granted, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I'm not Gen. I'm like, I'm not that. I'm not Gen Z by any means, but I'm like, damn, I do but that. Even in public, even just like walking down the street and you're doing this. Sometimes no, people do that all the time here. It's, it's yeah, so but then people can hear your conversation. Yeah, you can hear your earbuds. Oh no, I usually will have headphones in when I do it. Oh no, just because I don't need people to hear my conversation. I could be, I could be getting all the tea about somebody. I live in a small town. No, right. I don't need somebody in Walmart coming up to me like, "Oh my God, are you talking about Carolyn?" Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Um, oh, Brittany's gonna go you. through and ask you guys a series of this or that questions. <gasps> There's a cat. Oh, um, she's gonna run around. <laughs> she's not gonna run around. She's gonna ask you guys a series of this or that questions. Um, don't think about <laughs> it too much. If you're just running around asking questions, she, I wouldn't put it past you. Ultimately. Oh my god! But um, don't think too hard on it. Shoot from the hip. Give us your favorite answer or your best answer and go. Cats or dogs? Cats. Cats. Uh, Chucks or vans? 
Dance. Um, high top or low top? Low Oof. Low top. <laughs> so far, they're three for three. Yeah. Hoodies or zip ups? Hoodies. Hoodies, yeah. Um, pizza or burgers? Pizza. Pizza, pizza. yeah. <laughs> pizza. Um, co- uh, coffee or energy drinks? Coffee. Coffee. Iced or hot? Ice. Oof. Yeah, ice. Man, this is why we're <laughs> such good friends, buddy. This is awesome. You guys are like, you're you're all the same so far. I'm like on the edge of my seat now. Like when the when the the ice the deal breaker is gonna happen. All right. So think kind of back to the '90s. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Uh, oh wait, that's that's a difficult question. Is it Nick? Is it only in the '90s or is it like all the way up until now? I generally do Classic. the '90s, but if it's gonna like define it for you to come all the way up until now, by all means, go up until now. If it's '90s Nickelodeon, if it's all the way up until now, Cartoon Network. <laughs> well, <laughs> so specific. <laughs> Sorry, Andy was Cartoon Network. Okay, yeah, but that's all. Um, just like, I mean, we didn't really get either in the UK. It came through on like, um, I think it was on like Sky, which is like the chant, the company that used to provide all the American stuff. But like, I, I didn't was, even think about that. So that's a yeah, question. We, so like, so because like, I mean, obviously we have like the UK and British channels and stuff over here. Do you guys have the same theory for us? The same what? The same type of theory, like you get like, you have certain like US channels, channels over there. As like American stuff. I mean, there. for a long time we had five channels and then you had to buy things like Sky, which is a big company that will provide you with lots more. But you, I mean, oh. I, I spent the majority of my childhood and teens with five channels. So this wasn't much choice. Interesting. But, um, and then like a friend, for example, I would only ever see like Cartoon Network Nickelodeon at a friend's house who had the special channels with everything on it. So, yeah, I've only seen, like, a small amount of things. But out of those, you prefer Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was Dexter's Laboratory, right? I used to love Yes! Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. yep, you're right. Interesting. Okay, so MTV or Fuse? Oh, I only had MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the 90s too? Because if we're talking about now, no, I don't think Fuse was the early 2000s. 2000s, yeah. Okay, well, Fuse was sick when they were doing music, but MTV was way sicker when they were doing music. So I'm going to go MTV. Okay. Uh, SNL or Mad TV? SNL. He doesn't know what any of those are. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's okay. Um, Uh, no, I've seen SNL skits, and I think it's terrible. So, <laughs> so, it's, so he's probably <laughs> Mad TV. Neither. Uh, maybe, We're going to deduce yeah. that. Mad TV is a little bit worse, so I think you'd be SNL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, pop punk or metalcore? Pop punk. Yeah, pop punk. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, oof. This is usually the defining question. <laughs> Oh man, that's hard. I would probably Backstreet Boys. I don't think we really got NSYNC that much over here. Was was Backstreet Boys Dirty Pop or that Pop? Was or was, that was that NSYNC. That was NSYNC. Oh, oh man. I guess NSYNC, but they both have such bangers. 
And there it was. That was the deal breaker. <laughs> that was mm -hmm. the one they were both different on. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do um, it. All right. So here we go. Spice Girls or Destiny's Child? I got to rep Houston, so Destiny's Child. Spice Girls, for sure. All right. Uh, Brittany <laughs> or Christina? Uh, Brittany. Mm. I think Alex is going to get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. That's hard because it depends. Britney had better songs, but she didn't yeah. write most of them. Well, and and Christina, Christina wrote her songs. Her, her vocals are just amazing, but Britney's songs are. That's I, I'm uh, uh, next question. I can't do that one. <laughs> All right, last question is Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Too fast. Uh, also, I can't do that one. It's too hard. I would say Xbox because they or have PC. Halo, but also PlayStation is a better system. So I don't know. <laughs> Just okay. all of them. PC now, but I had a, like, every PlayStation growing up. Never had an Xbox at all. Ever. See, that's how I was until Xbox went Horrible. on sale and then I got an Xbox one year. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, I prefer PlayStation. But I'm also like... <laughs> I'm in my 30s and I'm still an avid Sims player on PC. Nice. Nice. Right? It's terrible. Yeah. It's literally never a face. It's fine. <laughs> but, all right, we're going to transition into who is most likely to. And we can also put Sam into this mix, not just the two of you that are in here. We can throw him in here too. Um, we're going to ask you guys a series of questions that are who is most likely to, where you guys can tell us who uh, is most likely to be this person or say, this or do that or anything else but we'll bounce back and forth um and give us who you think so first one who was most likely to win at a game of hide and seek i would say sam because you'd probably, you'd probably find him up a lamppost at the end yeah <laughs> sam is gonna literally to look up into the sky every single one <laughs> sam it's gonna be sam for every single question <laughs> Sam. Alex is like, we'll just, we'll just end it here. It's going to be Sam. <laughs> we don't need to go any further. Well, I have a two-part question. Sam can't be both, so we'll hmm. find out. Um, who is most likely to pick up in the middle of the night if you call? Well, it's not Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Andy? Yeah, probably me, I think. Probably, I was probably say Andy. When, but the middle of the night for him is like the middle of the day for us. That's literally so. what I was going to say, but I'd he's got a time answer. difference. <laughs> if you call me in, in the middle of my night, I'd be like, it's something good. I'm going to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Please be a talk. You're calling me oh, at night? This has got to be good. <laughs> oh, my God. Who is most likely to have road rage? Mm. I saw you both driving. You're both pretty calm. Yeah, I don't know. We're all pretty calm. I would say, I guess. I guess, Sam, but I don't know. We're all pretty calm. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Maybe me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. maybe you. Yeah, maybe you. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe me. We're pretty chill. We don't really. I was get gonna say, you guys seem super, like super chill. So I was like, I, but there's always that one that's like everybody's super chill, and then you have that one that gets behind the wheel, and they are like the Incredible Hulk. So, <laughs> yeah, you're just a passenger driver, Brittany. <laughs> uh, but if I'm a driver, driver, I've road raged. Um, who is <laughs> most likely to face plant in front of a crowd? Do you mean like the skateboard trick? Is that like a skateboard trick? Am I going? Am I getting crazy? Or you mean just no? Like, like if you're just like walking and you just fall flat on your face, or if you're like playing on stage and fall flat on your face because you trip over. Who's most likely to be like the clumsiest during your show? Yeah, the clumsy one. I mean, you wouldn't think it would be the drummer. Yeah, just I mean, saying. I'm be pretty still but <laughs> but unless you're the but guys we've from had a drummer net, fall backwards. Dev miss <laughs> Dev. Dev missed the missed the stool. <laughs> fell, um, behind, fell off the ride to skate. Sam is usually pretty good about that. I definitely have jumped into the crowd once and just like ate shit. So I guess me. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. A long time ago though. Memories. <laughs> Who is most <laughs> likely? <laughs> right. He just gave himself away. It's going to be him. Alex gave it away. Who is most likely to be the punniest? Andy. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it's even better with all the American, like, slang and words and stuff. It's even like a, it's like a whole new playground of, like, <laughs> word fun. <laughs> I love it. I was gonna say you seem so like you seem so like quiet and mellow and then he's like yeah he'd be the one doing all the puns and everything and I'm like I feel like there's a secret side to Andy that we haven't like experienced <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> Andy's a jokester. I'm good in small groups in small doses I think. <laughs> all right. Got it. Who is most likely to be stereotypically grumpy when they're old? Do you mean now then? <laughs> no, like even more old. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll just say me, but I don't feel like we're <laughs> all that grumpy. I, I'm the I'm probably the one that would turn grumpy when you get old. Yeah, or I don't know. Sometimes people think I'm an asshole, so I guess we'll just go with that. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, that might the... warrant for you to be a grumpy old. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day right who is most likely to be the biggest child at heart sam sam yeah i could see it his energy gives that off i mean i i woke up at alex's house and he was doing a handstand next to me he has like <laughs> eight times my energy on a daily basis it's unfair <laughs> is he the youngest yeah he is the youngest there it is <laughs> God, sure. um, who was most likely to scream in the middle of a horror movie? Um, I get scared easy, but I'm gonna say Sam because Sam just screams all the time. Yeah, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> look at Sam the wrong way. <laughs> 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 okay, well, then who is most likely to be the first one in line for karaoke? Well, definitely not me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, probably probably Sam too, just because he likes to sing. He's singing or screaming. He's doing something with his mouth, literally always. So Yeah. Got it. Yeah, we we'd probably take a step back and then Sam would technically be at the front. <laughs> I feel like the two of you are like band parents. <laughs> and then and then there's Sam. <laughs> we're just a bit we're just older. <laughs> I mean I feel that. Um, all right. So this one's a two part question. Who would be the first to go in a zombie apocalypse and who would be the last one standing? Mm. I'm probably the first to die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's tough. I'm not sure. I would say Andy would probably last the longest. Because he's going to be smart about it, but Sam might do well too. But Sam would be the one out there just killing zombies, just cause, like he'd be like doing crazy shit. So he'll maybe he would die first. I don't know. He'd just be running. He'd just be running constantly. I'm just dying though. Alex is like, it's it's not going to be me. It's just I'm just going to go out there and be like, hey guys. I'm ready to go. Take me out. Take me I out. I feel like you don't necessarily, if you do it right, you don't necessarily die, though. You just switch teams. Like, you go from the living team to the zombie team. And then, like, Touché. you know, you know, whatever. Touche. Yep. Um, so, talk to us about what's next for On High. Like, what are some things that you are respectively allowed to talk about? Like, what are some things that we can expect from you guys in the next coming months? Um, lots and lots of content. Uh, I'm just going to say stuff. Um, I, we're not really too secretive, I guess, about what's going on. And, you know, we don't really care to, to let people know. Um, so we have a ton of videos. Like, every single song that we've done, we almost have a video for everyone. So like Malibu and Claws, we have a videos for. We just haven't released them yet. Um, plus the other songs that you guys will hear later. Um, there's going to be songs coming out. What day is it? It's the 25th. That's October? a Tuesday. Definitely still October. October 25th, yep. <laughs> yeah, sick. Uh, um, so new song next month. New song of... Oh, what happened? Can you guys see me? Okay, cool. Yeah, we um, still see. New, new song next month. Uh there's videos um just we have like we literally probably have what like 30 songs andy how many songs do you think we have yeah we've got we've got like various stages i think the top the max we've got like 50 or something and then it's like it goes down in order of like how ready they are but we could yeah we could release a song every month for like foreseeable easily which is yeah so that's kind of the plan is we're just going to drop a ton of ton of music and a ton of content so like we were saying about how we do videos and us getting together and stuff so that's what kind of hinders it from just like being super super consistent um and that's why we kind of been waiting on some of the videos because we want to like not just dump everything on everyone and be like hey here's a ton of stuff like check everything out we wanted to kind of be more i don't know consistent uh, like strategic with it or whatnot um but yeah, just a ton of music, a ton of content. Um, if things go the way we want them to, hopefully next year, the end of next year, we'll have a small little tour going too. Um, but ideally, it's just um, 
just getting this music out and hopefully people enjoy it. And you guys, that the time that we're recording this, you guys just released your next single, which was Claws, which has kind of a spooky, spooky vibe to it. Not even gonna lie. It's a little spooky. Um, yeah, I, that was uh, the plan, sort of, as we wanted to have something that was kind of like that for October. Um, we wish that the video could have came out at the same time, um, but we had some hold up as far as getting it to where we wanted to get it. Um, so we self do pretty much everything. So we have a, a video guy that's just like part of our camp. He's like our tour photographer, tour video guy and all that stuff. Um, but like all of the, the music video ideas, all of like the stuff we do, it's all done by us and like thought by us and all that stuff. Cause we like to have like that kind of control of our music. I think um, at least for me, and I, I'm sure Sam would agree. Um, our last go around with being in, in bands, um, we were like a little bit too much crafted, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like with the label and everything kind of being like, hey, you go there. Here's the treatment. Here's the video. This is, you know what I mean? This is what you're doing versus us being able to actually like craft it. So we're trying to like have the freedom that we felt like we didn't have before so yeah now this kind of segues into a conversation that we sometimes have on here is when we're talking about this talking about the labels and things like that do you think where we're at with social media allows you guys to more effectively and successfully i I don't know if that's the right term but to be this more diy project Yes, I think in today's age, it's way easier to be DIY. So I'm not crazy old, but when I first started in music, like my my metal band, like way back in the day, this is literally like 11 years ago now, like it was at the end of CDs, but like that was still what the label was pushing. I remember like I could go to a Walmart and see my physical CD there, which was super cool, but like people weren't buying CDs and the labels were way behind on like what was going on. So this was pre Spotify. Um, but like the labels and everything were just way behind, like what was actually happening with music. And they were still trying to push like this old paradigm that just wasn't working anymore. Um, I think nowadays it's way easier for anyone to access music, anyone to be successful in music, but unpopular opinion here. I don't think that that, means that labels will go away or that labels aren't important um at least for us specifically in this project we had a like a big debate about if we wanted to just start out doing the whole label aspect like if we wanted to just start out being signed if we wanted to start out like that route um and thankfully andy and sam convinced me that that's not the best idea um because I, I, I think that that definitely made um, our last experience with being in bands and everything not as good as it should have been. Like, me and Sam's last band literally has done, like, over 100 million streams. But I I don't think we've made more than maybe $3,000. <laughs> and it's because we 
were signed out of the gate. Like we never had full ownership of our music. And this time, like we're definitely doing it different so that, you know, we will have ownership and we'll be the ones to choose, you know, what, who gets what and all that stuff. Yeah. And when, when we ask that question and have that conversation, it's not, a way for us to say oh label like labels aren't important or anything like that because i mean every artist is different at the end of the day if some some people need to have a label right out the gate others don't but it's like the way that like TikTok and instagram and all of these different things are is if you're coming out the gate and doing things diy it's putting that control the same thing that you had talked about that control back into your hands of you guys are creating music for what you want to create and what you want to portray and the stories you want to tell instead of somebody telling you to do that. Like it, cause you yeah. have, it, I mean, granted you're your own marketing, you're doing all that other stuff. You're creating all the content and everything, but it's making it to where the artists are taking back the music. And I think yep. that's super cool to see and to watch. Yeah. Because I know labels back in the like labels back in the day, especially in the same time frame you were talking about, it was always like, oh, you need to do that, you need to do X, Y, and Z, or you need to push this out, or you need to do that, or you can't do this. Where now it's like, you could go on TikTok, like Arrows in Action, prime example, completely DIY, blowing up on TikTok, and doing everything themselves completely independent, just by utilizing social media. And they're not the only ones. They're just the example I can think of right off the top of my head. And you guys are doing that same thing. And I can already tell that you guys are going to blow up just because of how freaking catchy everything is. Because I can tell you right now, Claws lives rent-free in my head all of the time. Like, I I am absolutely mind-blown and honored that we got to hang out with two of the three of you. Hopefully, we can get, get you back guys back on here later down the line and have all three of you. So then Sam yeah. might be able to defend his honor a little bit and the who is most likely to, <laughs> ultimately. For sure. We would love to come back. That would be super fun. This and was awesome. This was super fun. We'll get his hot take on peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly, since Andy is like yeah. very anti-peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> or pe- peanut butter on sandwiches. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let me ask this question. I'm stuck on this peanut butter thing again. Oh do you my do, God. Would you do like a jelly sandwich without peanut butter? Nah. nah. Okay. So it's just all the way around. Nah. I, look, mentally, no, I just needed spicy to know. Meatball sandwiches, remember? remember? He called himself a spicy <laughs> meatball. He's a spicy meatball. He's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Ultimately. So, you know, like when we <laughs> when we come out with this, this sandwich book that we've been talking about, because we've asked this in like over 100 interviews now, we're going to have the spicy meatball with Andy's picture. Um, a way that we are coming up to the hour mark as far as the interview is concerned and the way that we like to wind down and everything from all of our interviews is to ask you guys um, if you could give your younger self any piece of advice, what would that be? No. This is very different from the sandwich question. (laughs) (laughs) I told we're little, we're all over the place. (laughs) What what movie are you? What advice would you give to yourself when you were young? (laughs) (laughs) We're chaotic. It's fine. It keeps you guessing, keeps you on your toes. I'm just stalling so I can think of an answer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we transitioned from a hard no to peanut butter and jelly to 
deep thoughts for your younger self. <laughs> Have a peanut butter and jelly earlier. I know for me, uh, it would just be to just keep going for it. I know when I was in high school and, and younger, like, I never thought I would get to do the things that I've got to do. Um, and I only got to do them because I never gave up. So just keep keep on trucking, man. You'll get there is what I'd say. <laughs> keep on doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Difficult one. I, whatever I've done already, but much earlier in life, I guess. <laughs> Just go for things harder and faster earlier. Touche. Uh, one thing that I will tell you guys, as well as it's, it actually got told to us in a different interview, and we like to we like to remind everybody that listens to our show, and especially artists and stuff that come on our show, something to put in your back pocket to remember because it's stuck with us. Or well, me specifically, I'm not going to speak for Brittany, but um, we had Enoma, who's a guitarist of Haunter, on our show not that long ago. And um, we asked him that question. And the one thing that he stated is, you were not meant to be small. At the end of the day, you were not meant to be small. You were only as small as you create yourself or as small as you want to be. So when you're thinking of where you want to go, what you're doing and everything like that, always think big. Because if you want to if you want to do things, you have to think about them, where you want to be, where you want to go, because you were not meant to be small. You were not meant to just exist. You were meant to do great things. So words of advice all the way around. I love it. I love that. That's much better than mine. <laughs> it's stuck with me since he said it. And I was like, you know bud you're onto something here mm. like for real onto something I so there's, a, there's an interview between do you know finn mckenty who does the youtube mm -hmm. like reviews of bands and stuff he interviewed mod son and mod son talked about creating a vision and not a dream and i thought that was pretty cool it was about creating stepping stones to what you want to achieve um and not to just dream of the of the end but create the steps along the way first, which is, I always thought was pretty cool. A more pragmatic yeah. way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Another, something else that um, another artist had told us was if you want something, like speaking on that same thing, is if you want to be something or want to do something, you need to treat it how you do your day job as well. Like, if you, like for us, if we wanted this podcast to be what we want it to be and all of the things that we aspire to do, then treat this also like your job, not to the point where you like, you hate your job, but approach it with that same thing, that same mentality, that same drive. And that's also something that stuck with me. And I was like, you know, that's smart. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, guys, we have come up to the hour mark as far as the interview and everything is concerned. So I do want to thank you guys for coming to hang out with us. Even if we can get over this peanut butter and jelly hump, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> At least we don't put pickles on our peanut butter and jelly like Autumn does. Yeah, thanks for having But apparently... Yeah, I mean, we would love to have you guys back at any point, any given time. Like I said, we anticipate great things from you guys. You guys have a lot of natural talent individually as a band. You're already doing it. The stuff that you're already putting out is incredible and catchy. And I can't wait to hear and see more from you guys um, going forward. But ladies and gentlemen, we've been hanging out with Alex and Andy of On High. 
You can find them on all social media platforms. They've got two singles out right now, Malibu and Claws. You can find those on anywhere that you stream your music. Please go find them individually. Please go find them as on high. Please go find them on Spotify. Follow them, love them, send them all of the love, add them to your playlist, do all of the things. And when you do, please also slide into their DMs and let them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. But we are the Elder Emo Hours, and this was on high. Thanks. This was so much fun. <laughs>